Welcome back to the Dreams to Reality podcast. My name is Yadavid Kumar and I am your host. On this podcast, I interview individuals making their dreams and goals a reality. I also will talk to you guys personally about certain stuff that are going on in the world, how certain companies got started, and certain company topics. Well guys, I'm back to podcasting and on this podcast, I'm going to be discussing like how this whole podcast got started. I know I talk about this really often, like, hey, you know, I got laid off, I I mean, I didn't get this job, and that's how I started the podcast, but today, you guys are going to get the story of how I really started my podcast. This is like a new beginning for my podcast, you know? Um, This is like a new chapter for my podcast, and I'm really excited for you guys to re-listen on how this podcast got started, on the roots of this podcast. Without further ado, guys. Let's get started, but if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the Dreams 2 Reality Podcast, and share the podcast with a couple of your friends, and with that being said, everyone, let's get started. I remember the day like it was yesterday. It was a day that I would never forget. It was a day that would change my life forever. That day, I would have my very first job interview. I was interviewing for a company called Cutco. And I was ecstatic, joyful, and ready to kill the interview and finally earn some cash. I got ready that day, had my breakfast, and just relaxed until it was time to go for the interview. I hung out with my cousins, so I come up to my grad party. And it was just a really relaxing day. You know, I didn't like, I tried to block out the stress. But you know, stress is still there. I mean, it's, it's your first job interview. I mean, you're gonna be stressed. So I still had that. But as soon as it was time to get ready for my interview, I think it was around the evening of the ham interview, I got ready in something business casual. I wore a button down shirt, wore a tie, and a nice pant. I grabbed my resume and I called my friend who was picking me up to see where he was. And before my friend came, like I remember that day and it was like really raining and I was scared that I would get wet and I would not look presentable for the interview. Once I arrived, once he arrived, I told him where the interview was, and he drove me there. He asked me, "Hey, man, what wh- what job interview are you interviewing for? What company are you interviewing for?" And I said, "Cutco." So Cutco is a company that sells knives, and they hire salesmen and saleswomen to help sell knives to people, and helping them earn some cash on the sides, like how to sell people, how to close a deal, all that kind of salesy stuff. You know, I thought Cutco would be perfect for me. Because not only could I earn money, but you know, I could learn about sales. I could learn how to sell and I could learn some very valuable people skills. And as you guys know, you know, I'm a business, I'm a marketing major. So this was a job that really appealed to me. And I explained this to him. And once I explained to him, he was like, well, why are you interviewing for this job? And I told him, well, I, I, I mean, I'm interviewing because I want to make money. And he's like, well, how did you find out about it? And I'm like, oh, through Monster and other job opportunity um, sites. He didn't ask me, like, did you know anyone who was a part of Cutco? And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, one of my mom's friends, you know, she worked for Cutco and she sold us a knife. So, like, I have some experience knowing about Cutco. He said that was cool. And then I was like, hey, man, this is my very first interview. Um, Do you have any more interview tips? Because he had previously worked at other jobs, you know. He worked at this place called Andy's Frozen Custard and a couple of other places. Now remember Andy's Frozen Custard because it's gonna come back to me, come back to the story. Anyway, he just told me, you know, Abbott, just be yourself, have confidence, and everything's gonna be okay. 
He also told me to relax and be calm because if I get too stressed out, you know, that would really not be good for the interview and I would not do good. But if I relax, it'll help me for the interview. Once you arrived in this business complex and the building was like pretty big and pretty spacious, um, he dropped me off at the front door and I walked in. And at first it, it got like, I got really lost because like when you go to a big place and a big building, it, it's really easy to get lost. And I, 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 at first I had a hard time finding Cutco, the office, but I found it eventually. And you know, I was able to find it. And it was a pretty small office, I would say once I found it. There were, pretty, there, there were like two to five seats, a small hallway, and a pretty tiny lobby with a couple of offices. One office was located on the other side of the hallway and directly across from the seat. That was where the interview would take place. And I walked into the lobby. They had a laptop there where you would get signed in. I signed in. And then I made my way to, and then I made my way to the seat to sit down and wait for my turn to get interviewed. It wasn't long, I would say. I would say it was maybe like 10 to 15 minutes. But then they called my name. I walked in the door and they had like the see-through wall there. And, you know, I could see like, you know, I could see outside the office. And, you know, I just waited there. And while well, the interviewee, the people, the person interviewing me, looked at my resume and, 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 and um, they asked me like, hey, could you drive? And I said no. And they asked me a couple of other questions. And then... You know, unfortunately, the interviewee, the person interviewing me said, hey, unfortunately, you know, this is a job that will require you to drive, that will require you to have a reliable um, state of transportation, and we can't hire you. And frankly, we don't think you're a good fit for the company. And you know, right after the person interviewing me said that, I felt all sorts of emotions, like sadness, disappointment. Like, what in the world did I do to not get this job? I felt that and you know it really it gave me a lot of pain to see that I did not get this job interview but you know I walked out I met my friend and you know being the great friend what he was he saw that I was sad and it took me to Andy's frozen custard and he got me a caramel milkshake you know one of my favorite milkshakes and then he drove me home now a lot of you might be wondering well you know what you just got you got turned down for one job right what about not not okay got turned down for twice they're all good well i got turned down for yet another job this time i interviewed for a company called vision friendly and they were like a marketing company and they basically are like a sort of a social media marketing agency i think they make websites for people and all that kind of good stuff and i applied for a marketing job there and when i went for the interview you know it it was unlike the other one because I had a really, really good conversation with the person interviewing me. So, like, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, my resume. Uh, we talked a lot about me being special needs. And I think just by being special needs, I think I'm in a unique community, a community that is like no other. Like, you know, like you're around people who, despite despite what they have in life, despite the struggles, they're happy. And they come with a smile on their face, you know. Despite what they may be going through, they just want to have a positive outlook on life. And also when I hang up with these people with Down syndrome, with autism, I see like how how they treat other people in such a nice manner, you know. They don't care how you look like. They just want to be your friend. And we basically just talk about like, you know, 
being being special needs and kind of you know my idea to help special needs people and how I want to create an app to help them find friends. And you know he found that really amazing. But unfortunately, you know he said it wasn't a good fit at the time, and he gave me his card and said maybe another time. And you know I started to kind of realize at that point that. You know, I had to be different. You know, I had to be an outlier. I had to be like a green apple and a bunch of red apples. You know, I had to be, you know, I had to be different. I had to be like a cheesecake, a bunch of cookies. You know, I had to be like different. And I thought about ways that I could do that. And then, you know, all of a sudden, I discovered Gary Vaynerchuk. And as many of you guys know, you know, I'm a big follower of Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, I love Gary V. I love. The teachings that he that he teaches his audience, you know, I love how he's so real. I love that he gives advice that can literally change your life. And so when he said, "Hey, start a podcast," you know, it took me a while to actually actually start a podcast to actually think about starting a podcast, and it, it, it did. And I I did some initial research, and you know, I said, "How can I make this happen?" And I talked to one of my friends. He had started this podcast and told me he used this app called Anchor, and I said, "Oh,、um, how does that work? Does it cost any money?" He's like, "No, it's pretty much free. It's really easy to use." And I thought to myself, "Well, it'll be a great idea for a first episode." So what I did was what I I was working at the time about a paper. Now this is the first episode of this podcast where I talked about Uber and Lyft and how they can solve problems like traffic,、um, you know, create more jobs. You know, all along those lines, and solve some really big issues. And I decided that, hey, I think people are going to be too lazy to read this enormous paper. Like, I think that paper was like six pages, maybe eight pages, and it was long. And I had a lot of information in it. And you know, I just said to myself, why don't I don't make this a podcast? And I think that was the best decision that I've ever made because podcasting for me has, you know, truly changed my life. You know. What I really love about podcasting, I guess, is that you know you can have a conversation with someone and come out it with a whole different outlook on the on the world, a whole different outlook on life. You know, you can learn about a certain person, how they overcame their hurdles, how they overcame their failures, how they just how they got to where they are today, and that's just what I love about podcasting, like talking to people, learning from people. Learning about their rituals, learning about how they overcome struggles, and how I can apply that into my life.、And、that's something that I have to do. Like that's something that I'm working on. That's something that I really, really have have to do. And that's just something that I'm thankful for that I get to speak to so many wonderful people and get their knowledge. Now you might be wondering, how do I get these people on my podcast? Well, I use Instagram. So as many guys know, like Instagram is the new door-to-door selling. I mean, it is so easy to DM a person and get a response. Basically, what I do is first I really get a feel for what the person's like. So I look at their pictures, I comment on their posts, I like their posts, and I really get a feel on who they are. Then after a little bit, I DM them, and really, this really occurs like a little bit later because I really want them to see me as a friend rather than a salesman, right? And I want them to get a feel for me. I want them to know who I am, who, who the genuine person that I am, the good person that I am. And you know, nine times out of ten, when I do this this method, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, 
But that's life. I mean, life always doesn't work out perfectly. Life won't always go your way. But, you know, nine times out of ten, this is the way that works. And, you know, I'm really thankful for that. So next, I want to end I want to end this podcast by discussing some lessons that I've learned from my podcast. And the first thing is, is that you need to bring value. So I'm guessing many of you listening want to start a podcast. And what you need to do is you need to bring them some sort of value. So don't just go in with the mindset that, hey, this person's going to come on for nothing. This person's going to come on and they're not going to expect anything in return. No, you need to bring them some sort of value. So like, let's say you want to get like a certain author on. So like, you know, you can bring them value by, you know, marketing their book. You know, let's say you want to get a certain media personnel on. You know, well, you can bring them value by really growing their media personnel, really growing their reach and helping them, you know, helping them grow their reach, bringing them something in return. You know, Jerry Lee calls his jab, 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 right hook. You know, you, turn, you, you, you basically give them a lot of value, give them a lot of value, give them a value, and then go in for that ask. And I think that's really important. Like, you have to give some sort of value. Second, when you're talking to a person, show interest. Don't just doze off. Don't just, you know, say, okay, okay, wow, thank you for saying that. No, show some interest, you know. Show that you're interested. Show that in your, the way you talk, you know. Like, you know, when I do podcasting, you guys can see how much interest I put. Like, the way that I speak. The way that I carry myself in the interview. Show, show some interest. Thirdly, don't look at it as an interview, but rather a conversation. And this is something that I kind of learned from Joe Rogan. You know, Joe Rogan, when he has people like Elon Musk, you know, when he has people like Dave Chappelle, who's he's having on this week, you know, he just has a conversation with them. And they just talk about certain things. It's just like conversation, you know? For example, you know, the conversation that me and my friend had about Cutco, that's what you're going to be doing when you're having a podcast. You're having a conversation with a certain person. That's really all you need to really nail a good podcast. Number four. Now, this goes back to being interested in what they're saying. Expand on their talking points. What are they saying? How can you further elaborate on that? What can you teach them? For example, you know, on my podcast, you know, when my, when my guests talk about failure, you know, I talk about, hey, you know, I failed at this. Or when my guests talk about drug addiction, you know, I talk about, hey, I cannot have addiction to, you know, watching TV shows or I have addiction to all these kinds of stuff, you know. When my guests talk about podcasting, I, I elaborate on that. I say like, hey, this is how podcasting has changed me. This is the podcast I listen to. You know, when I had Cole Adams on and he talked about football, when he talked about YouTube, you know, I elaborate on that. I, I talked about, hey, this is my plan for YouTube. By the way, sub to my, subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's called Advit Kumar. And I talk about the Bears and talk about football. Again, like me and Cole, we elaborated on talking about football, you know. We talked about Bill Belichick. We talked about the great coaches because of me elaborating on Cole's points. Number five, you know, one of the reasons that I like to do podcasting, and I actually ask all my guests, hey, if you don't mind, can you turn on your, your camera? Because I like to look at their facial expressions. And if they see that they're really, really into a conversation, I expand on that point. I expand on that question. I keep asking about that. 
because that's something that they are interested in. Now, vice versa, if they are not interested in it, they look a bit confused. You know, I, I don't ask that question, you know, I move on. So it's all about the facial expressions. Look about what your guests is, look at the facial expressions that your guests are making. And, you know, if you need to expand further, go ahead and expand further. If you don't need to expand further, you don't need to do that. And you don't have to, yeah. So number six, ask good questions. Ask questions that are hard and questions that will bring the most value and are there in their expertise. For example, I interviewed this guy named Gabriel from MasterChef and I asked him like, hey, a bunch of questions about MasterChef because when I'm interviewing a guy from Gabriel from MasterChef, you guys, listeners, are expecting me to ask Gabriel about questions related to his MasterChef journey, how he got into MasterChef, you know, post MasterChef life. What it was like meeting Gordon Ramsay, what it was like meeting Joe, what it was like meeting Christina, all these world-renowned chefs, what it was like being in competition, you know? Like asking Gabriel questions that are in his expertise and questions that you guys want answered. Like I kind of try to put, you know, you guys, put put you guys and put myself in you guys' shoes and, you know, really get a feel for what you guys want. And I ask them the questions. And then when I had, you know, um, when I had Ryan Dew, who was on Shark Tank, you know, I asked Ryan, like, hey, man, what was it like being on Shark Tank? What was it like starting your own company? What were the failures? What were the setbacks that you should overcome? Because Ryan Dew is an entrepreneur and he can speak about an entrepreneurial experience. You know what I mean? So number seven, um, number seven is like, I like to ask my guests about failures and setbacks and how they overcame it. Now, as you guys know, I love talking about failure. I love talking about setbacks and how they can really make you into a better person. How failures and setbacks are the steps to success. And I think that by asking my guests this, it kind of gives them like a certain amount of pride. You know, like they accomplished something big. And that's something that I really love about asking them about failure and setbacks. Number eight. Number eight is again, try to get the most out of your guests by asking good questions, you know, asking them about good stories, unique stories that they have done because that'll really engage the audience a little bit. That'll really help the audience listen for a longer time. So for example, I interviewed Brian Peach recently, who you guys know, and he made a build button on himself asking for a manager. I mean, like who does this? Like what person does this? Like this is people that listeners will be intrigued listeners would would love to hear about so like ask them some some good stories because that'll really help your audience and your audience will listen for longer and number nine this is all about the preparation for the guests you know tell your guests how long it'll be you know tell your guests how how you will record the app you know will you do it through facetime will you do it to zoom basically everything you need to know to make the podcast go smoothly Number 10, and this is probably the most important thing and something that I'm really, really working on, something that I have to be better at, and that's being consistent. So as you guys know, like, you know, I think the last podcast I had was in March or something. And right, this is something I need to get better at. I need to give you guys podcasts out. I need to give you guys something to listen to. I need to give you guys some content to listen to because otherwise you guys will not listen to my podcast. So that's something that I need to work on and, you know, something that I need to do for my guests too because they're different time or their day, day and it's respectful and, it has to, and I have to be respectful to that and get their stories out. Finally, this is just have fun, you know, just have fun podcasting, you know, be yourself, 
have done don't look at this as a job but something as something that you love to do make it fun and that's all my tips that's basically how i started this podcast and some tips for people who are aspiring podcasters you know if you guys like this make sure to like this podcast make sure to comment you know on social media what you thought of it and also share with a couple of your friends but with that being said guys i will see you guys on monday with a new podcast and peace out and i'll see you guys later and don't forget to make your dreams and your goals come true peace out